something interesting, you hear? What are you watching us for? Nah, it ain't in the gossip in the bowl with me. I don't rock the prize. What gosh, the fuck do I What price? I, I hear what Paul's saying and why he wants us Paul. to do that because he wants it to be organic. Okay, 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 okay. Shit. Yep. To be frank, I don't know how your character can hate me character like nine times. Nine times? Just do it, Paul. We have to cheers our glasses. You keep saying Paul. <laughs> Yay. What are you talking about? Thanks. <laughs> Crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. The orc shakes his head and walks back to his chair outside, dismissing her as another transient in need of mental health care. As he turns around to return to his post, Jet's countenance turns deadly serious. She paces back and forth, careful not to look over too often. After a few minutes, Hez drives by the chop shop as Kurt and Drager park down the street, watching from afar. Weeks pass as Kurt, Drager, Jet, and Hez surveil the chop shop. Patterns begin to emerge. The first thing they notice is that the chop shop appears to be an exclusionary orc club of some kind, with someone posted outside from morning till night. They notice they have parties there on the weekends that last from Friday nights to Monday mornings. Mondays are spent recovering from drinking and BTL chips. Tuesdays through Thursdays are lean, with five to eight orcs hanging around inside and out, working on cars. After hours, there are usually at least three orcs watching the shop. One week into surveillance, Hez thoroughly scans the building with AR from a bench while pretending to check her comlink, noticing a central computer system icon, two carbon monoxide detector icons, and two camera icons inside the building. Jet has temporarily set up her living situation to be closer to the shop, and her constant surveillance pays off on the third week. I turn on my earbuds with audio enhancement and listen intently. From across the street, she overhears a conversation between two orcs standing just inside the half-open hey. bay doors. Hey, Taz. It's, uh, it happened in the week after next at, uh, what? Midnight? Yeah, it's finally all set up. King Lear is gonna deliver the BTLs to the dock at Toxic Beach. For real this time. He needs the money. Mm, you better bring a couple guys with you. King Lear's a snake. You think I don't know that? <laughs> I ain't scared of him. We'll tear him up if he tries anything funny. You just make sure your boy can let us in, though. I'm gonna need to get the van and all the cargo, and I don't want to be stopped at no damn gate. Relax, bro. He's a night guard with full clearance. He knows you're coming. Uh, he says the place is dead at night. Shouldn't be a problem. Better not be any problems. Things are already a little too tense with King Lear. Don't worry about that bitch-ass breeder, King Lear. The guy who wears a white trench coat never gets dirty. <laughs> uh, just kick some dirt at him if he gets uppity. He'll hightail it to a laundromat. <laughs> at the conclusion of their three-week stakeout, Hez, Jet, Kurt, and Drager rendezvous in front of the Black Jug. I stand at the entrance to the Black Jug and look at the group. I'll go in and talk to the bartender, and we can get a private room. I enter the black jug and walk up to Luce. I follow Hez into the black jug. Do you mind if we use the private room in the back? There's four of us. Sure. I'm pretty sure it's empty. Can I do anything else for you? Before entering into the private room, 
Everyone orders a drink. Vodka, bottom shelf. Sure. That Jameson you got? Uh-huh. Give me the whole handle. I'll take a glass of beer. Okay. I will have some water, please. Here you go. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Follow me, guys. I head over to the room. I take a seat at the table. I sit across from his. I sit between them. So I think I found out some additional info we probably want to know. In about two weeks, there's going to be a deal going on at a dock at Hunter's Point. It involves BTL, and some money is going to exchange hands. Be exchanged? By hands? You know what I mean. What's BTL? BTL is, oh, does he not know? He doesn't know. It's like a drug. Better than life, right? Pretty much picture your ultimate fantasy. You're living it. All of your senses involved. That's BTL. On a loop. It never stops. Huh. Wow. Pretty heavy stuff to get into. I know we all want the jack, so I'm thinking... We do both jobs. The chop shop and the docks. It'll be dangerous, but... It's what we all signed up for, right? Let's handle the chop shop first. Despite the wonderful memories I've got with this place, it'd be good to have a meet-up spot that isn't the Black Jug. They discuss some options regarding the information that was gleaned about the docks, then turn their attention back to the chop shop. I think we should try to get some information about who they are before we jump into this. Well, who's as a headcount for all the guys inside? Do you know how many we're dealing with at least? I noticed five regulars, and I'm sure I could recognize their faces should I see them anywhere else. I also got a look at the things inside the building. What'd you find? We can see the obvious camera by the garage bay doors, but inside, there's another camera in the back of the building looking into that bay. In that bay, there's a car. Last I checked, it was wirelessly active. There's also another camera near a carbon monoxide detector in the back left-hand corner of the building. There's a carbon monoxide detector as well on the right-hand wall. And there's also a computer in the back left corner of the building. Because how exactly did you find this out? I went back a little later with my deck. So when you're jacked in there, what can you do with that camera feed? Depending on what we need me to do, I could possibly control every electronic thing that's connected to the wireless network. Mm -hmm. Mm, That's pretty rad. Does that mean you could do the same thing at the docks? I've been on the streets a long time and luckily haven't pissed anyone off. Well, too badly. And I certainly don't want to start now. Do you need to be local to hack into those cameras? Could you keep an eye on the building while we're at the docks? Or not? I could do that. Really? Well, that changes things. So we could keep an eye on both places at the same time, right? Yeah, we could do that. What if this other gang were to think that our guys were having a hit on them? Then they could do the dirty work and then we just go and clean up the mess. So essentially, all it would take is one stray bullet to make them turn on each other. So it would seem. So one of us would just post up maybe on one side or the other and just shoot. They won't know where it came from, and they'll be skittish enough to shoot back. I mean, whoever does this has to be well hidden. We can't make any mistakes. Yeah, and we'd have to we'd have to catch them in crossfire in two different directions, so it looked like both sides shot near the same time, so they could justify the freakout. Oh, that's good. Well, I'm a pretty good shot, and I can sneak around pretty well too. So maybe I'll take one side. I'll stick with Hez and just be invisible. I can take the other side. It was my idea to have two shooters anyway. How well can you sneak, Traeger? Hmm. Yeah, I'm not too good at being sneaky. I'd have to post up somewhere outside the building to where I can see. Through a window or a skylight, maybe. Does it have a skylight? 
Angeline, do you think that you could make me invisible like you did last time? I mean, we could give it a shot. Yeah, let's give it a go. As they talk about this, I bristle a bit. Yeah, well, I don't know about the magic because it didn't really work for us last time. Well, why not? The last mission we had, I had a room full of guys that I had conned and I lost my cool because of the magic that was going on in the other room. I'm less effective if I'm surrounded by it. Oh, well, I'm sorry about that, but bear in mind that it was her magic that helped me get down there and and get Draeger out of there. We may just need to learn to work together. It's okay, Hez. I think he just might be sensitive. Maybe we'll just stay away from each other. Maybe it's better that way. I'll take a different side. Is there a reason that you don't feel comfortable around her magic? I don't know. I just don't like it. Doesn't seem natural. All right. Uh, I won't pry. I'm sorry. But wait, how is the other gang going to know that our guys are the ones to blame? I was thinking about that, too. I have a disguise kit. Guys, I could disguise myself as one of the Chop Shop gang and start the war myself. Are you sure you want to put yourself at risk like that? Well, it's the only way to be sure that the mission would succeed. Did you get a photo or recognize one of them? No. What, uh, what do they look like? Well, they're orcs. Do all orcs look the same to you? No, I didn't know they were orcs. I just, you know, haven't seen a lot of orcs in my life. So I wasn't saying that. It's all right. It's all right. I'm kidding. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That was awesome. So well done. Okay. All right, so let's let's t- take a second and just think about. So if you go in and you're disguised, and then if you put invisibility on Hez at the same time, they can infiltrate. They can shoot the other side in the middle of the dale. We keep watch. Start the war and get the hell out of there, right? Maybe we start the party at the docks and then take the party to the chop shop. We can either infiltrate their ground, or we can wait till they leave and are in a vulnerable position and we just take them out. Either way, they gotta go. Otherwise, they'll try to take it back. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. You mean kill the ones at the docks and then come back and kill the ones still in the building? Yeah. That seems like a reasonable way to approach this. Okay, so the plan now is to go to the dock, kill them there. Hez would know how many people were left, and we go back and take care of the rest of them. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good way to do it. We need to be sure that this other gang doesn't come up on us while we're doing the killing. Right. Because that could be bad news. Right. That could get really ugly. We could have a lot more enemies than we need right now. We have enough. So that means we need to wait till they're in an isolated place. We should scope out the docks and find a good killing field. So we're going to go there, watch and wait for the deal to complete, wait for the other gang to leave, and then attack them? Yeah. Exactly. So that sounds like that's a good plan to go with. Cool. You know what we should do is rig a speaker in there. Since we can see them in the chop shop, we scare them. <laughs> We're the ghosts of all the cars that you guys took apart. <laughs> it's it's my opinion that we should completely loot the place too. I agree. Oh, yeah. I mean that's half the fun of these things, right? We're not getting a great deal from Rabrat, so we gotta make out as well as we can. We can't count on anybody else to bankroll us, but us. Welcome to my life, y'all. What about security? Are there any kind of alarms that can be tripped to bring more members of the gang? Hez? 
Not that I noticed, but that does give me an idea. If we were to set off the carbon monoxide detectors, they would come out and we could pick them off one by one. That's brilliant, Hez. Well, thank you, Tangeline. That's a great idea. Well, what if we disoriented them further? We hit them with the detectors, they start flowing out, and then we blind them on their way out of the building. Then we take them out. Blind them with what? Uh, flashbangs? That's a good idea, we could pick those up. However, if we do that, it might cause a bit much ruckus on the street. Yeah. That was gonna be my next question. How do we do this on the low? Silencers. I have a silencer. Of course you do. Perhaps we should all pick up silencers. Who do we know that has gear? Rabrat? That's true, Rabrat might have him. We should circle back with him anyway. Have a word of progress, maybe. And see if we get more gear, if we explain what we need it for. We can get it from him. Don't have to pay yet, just get it. But we don't want to tell Rabrat about our plan. He might want a cut of the money. Mm. Jatangeline, you would know, can he get his hands on these things? Yeah, he can do it. We just gotta be quiet about the, the actual plan because he will want in on it. All right, well, as a businessman, I'm sure that he can just give us the items without knowing the reason for them. We can hope. Well, the reason is we're using the silencers to take him out quiet so there's no ruckus. Well, that's fine, but I'm sure he won't need a reason to take some good Nuyen. Right. He's got a product he needs to sell. We need the product. Easy as that. Do we know anybody that can get paralysis poison? You can just leave that to me. We need to think about how we're going to get this poison into them. Some kind of ranged weapon, something like that. Darts? Can anyone throw anything? Well, if it's a dart, I can shoot it. Does anybody have a dart gun? Or, here's another thought. We just put it directly in their drinks or something like that. Like, maybe we don't have to have a ranged weapon. Maybe we just get it into them because they choose to consume it somehow. Mm. Yes, we could put it in an alcoholic beverage. Poison the well. I like it. Kurt, you've got that, uh, you've got that disguise kit. You think you could slip it in there somehow? Maybe you're delivering booze, something like that? You could be a delivery guy. Yeah, yeah. I could deliver it. Especially on that night, it could be um, a ruse from the rest of the gang, like they did a good deal and now they're gonna celebrate. Guys, guys, I'm on beer truck duty. You drive the beer truck? No, I'm gonna find one to use. <laughs> you sound very happy about that. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. Kurt, you should come along. We need, we need to, we need to size you up in it. Make sure you could drive it. You gotta be there with me, man. Oh, that's true. Driving didn't go so well last time. Yeah. Well, I can start off, but we need to get you inside a, a truck you can use. So, booze delivery. Booze delivery. I like it. I'm for it. Yes, it should work. Hez, how long do you think it would take you to make this poison? I think I'll need a couple of days. Kurt Drager, you guys want to steal a truck? We want to steal a truck. How long do you think it'd take you to do that? <laughs> I don't know, when you, you later? Like a couple hours? All right, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Give it a couple of days. But by the time Hez is done, I feel like we should have one. All right, deal. And we should be orcs, so we should steal a truck from an orc beer delivery service. Good point. Yes, good detail. Is there a beer they prefer? We need to find that out too, right? I make a mental note to ask Luce later what sort of beers do orcs prefer when they come in here. Okay. Well, it looks like we got some planning to do. We gotta scope the docks. I would agree with that. Yeah, we'll do some recon there. I look over at Drager 
we taking that blood spattered boat you call a car? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just a warning, you guys. That might be a little bit conspicuous. I used a word that has taught me. I smile. All right, all right. Uh, cab. We'll call a cab. All right. If we do have the time, you can run over to Rabrat's shop and get those motorcycles. That's a fair point. I can't drive. You guys want the motorcycles? Uh, I can't drive yet. Drager's gonna teach me. What's special? Can you operate a motorcycle, Drager? Kurt can be on the back. Sure. All right, well, if we're gonna go by Rabrats to pick up the motorcycles, let's just gear up there anyway. All right. But it can't take long. We need light in order to scope out the docks. Of course. All right. Rabrats it is. Let's go. Game Mastering and Narration by Paul Greenleaf. Drager is played by Marcus Freeman. Jatangeline is played by Mackenzie Paulus. Kurt is played by Chris Tommaso. Hez is played by Torvald Tempestus. Additional voices by Marcus Freeman, Izzy Aola, Torvald Tempestus. Editing, arrangement, original music, and production by Paul Greenleaf. For more story, character details, production notes, and how to support Sonic Realms, please visit sonicrealmspodcast.com. To learn more about the world of Shadowrun, visit shadowrun.com and shadowruntabletop.com. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to Sonic Realms to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Sonic Realms in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in the podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Sonic Realms podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported and share-like license. If you use any part of the show, please credit Sonic Realms. And hey, thanks for listening.